0: Welcome to Inside MTV's Siesta Key. I'm Brian Reese.
1: I'm Laura Finaldi.
0: And it was an eventful week on Siesta Key this week. Uh, I don't even know where to start. I know. Except the beginning.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it was. It was all over the place. A lot happened. A lot of different breakups. Yeah. Two of which we saw. One of which wasn't apparently important enough for us to see, and that was Brandon and Camilla. Yep. But, um, yeah, but yeah, the
0: cameras were there. Yeah, they were well, there, which must have been great for Camilla.
1: I know. Poor Camilla. It's they didn't make her enough of a character on the show. So, I mean, maybe she will become a character on the show. But yeah, I guess they didn't think it was important enough to show that. But we start back uh, somewhere we've been before at Fresh on Main Street where Amanda and Chloe. Yep. Fr- Fresh Salon and Spa where they're getting their nails done. Um, Amanda talks about how she went skydiving. She's an adrenaline junkie, apparently, which is which makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Um, and they're just talking about Alex and how Chloe went over there Mm -hmm. and they had their falling out,
0: blowout fight. Yep. Not a lot happened there except for the Amanda skydiving stuff, honestly. Yeah. And then Juliet and Alex get together at his house, I think it was. Yeah, it looks like his house. And, you know, this is yet again, I think both of these, uh, little meetings in the beginning were just rehashes of last episode to bring everyone up back up to speed. But you know, Juliet said something very appropriate in that little meeting, which is people are going to think I'm stupid for staying with you. Yep. I think she's mulling that over. I think she's been mulling that over.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, she even said basically it's awkward between her friends because she's with Alex still, but you can tell she doesn't really, she's very conflicted about it. She doesn't, want to lose her friends and i think she's starting to see that alex is not worth it you
0: know it's the it's the thing where you have to if you have to choose between your friends and a relationship then there's something wrong either with your friends or with that relationship Mm -hmm. in this case i might say both but uh it's it's problematic and it's something you really gotta dive deep into but she doesn't have to dive deep for long because then we go right into this week's party, which was just everyone getting together at Motorworks in Bradenton.
1: Yeah, it looks like fun. I've never been there before. Have you been there?
0: Sure. It's yeah. a, Motorworks is a craft brewery and a bar. I, you know, I guess it, it doesn't really count as a brew pub because they have a an actual production brewery. So they sell their beer all over the state of Florida and I think in some other states, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's also a great bar and they've got. A really big, as you saw, a really big outdoor beer garden Mm -hmm. with lots of games to play and some trees and some Isn't it considered
1: a brew pub, though, if they brew their beer and then they're serving it there, too?
0: Well, in the state of Florida, if you're a brew pub, you cannot sell your beer retail. So they have a bar and a, a production brewery. I think it has to be kind of. I don't know. Two, okay. two, two corporate entities, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's like one of those terms that I always get confused. But yeah, I, I realized it wasn't it exactly because Kara was drinking that bright blue drink. So they obviously have like a yeah, lot Yeah, they've of got
0: cocktails, beer and- And food trucks, right? Their own beer. Yeah, they have food trucks that come by. And actually, I hate to say this, but I skipped over the um, Alana-Brandon talk where oh. we find out about Camilla-
1: uh, him bringing up. With oh, you is know. that where we found out about it? I yeah. totally forgot about that. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh well, nothing really interesting happened there except for she's sang "Somber" into the mic to test out the um, the sound, and it seems like "Somber" is the only song they can legally sing on this show because that's the only song they ever sing. Yeah. Like I'm sick of hearing that song. I'm starting to recognize it. Unfortunately, I'm, I think I know it by now.
0: Yeah. Well, there's. I want to talk about songs later. Actually.
1: Okay, That's that's important to me. Something happened
0: later in the uh, episode. But yeah, so back to MotorWorks. It's a great place. You should totally visit it if you come to town. There's actually two really good breweries, craft breweries in Manatee County. Actually, there's probably more at this point, but two that are fun to go visit, and that is MotorWorks and then Darwin's. Okay, Darwin's is another great craft brewery. I think their beer is a little bit better than MotorWorks, but their bar is not as big or fun to hang out in, although they do some fun... um, Food truck stuff and mm. things like that. And it's also near, if you're here for spring training, which is going on right now. We yes, have it the, is. In Bradenton, they've got the Pittsburgh Pirates. And it Darwin's is pretty near, actually, to oh, cool. the field. So
1: Yeah. There that's you go. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and we have, so they're at MotorWorks, and Chloe is wearing this, she looks really, really pretty, I think. She's wearing this blue dress. She has these nice jewel earrings, and she's got a braid across her forehead. She—I thought she looked really, really nice. Um, yeah, and you know, Kara's drinking her bright blue drink, and yeah, everyone's having fun, and they're just hanging out. And yeah,
0: for approximately one minute. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing up is Tawny. Oh, so God. Canvas Lord. and Tawny and random other girl go and sit at another table because. It's clearly going to be awkward and Madison is, you know, not paying any attention to them.
1: So let's make it awkward by moving to a different location and separating ourselves from the group.
0: So Chloe, the instigator, goes over there and starts talking (laughs) and then very quickly Tawny decides that it's time for her to have her conversation with Madison, which is obviously a good idea.
1: Oh, definitely. This is, could not think of a better time for this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And this conversation was, it was, you know, Madison saw right through it, but I think I mean, the whole point of it is Tawny's telling Madison, Ben's pursuing me, and if he's pursuing me, I'm going to pursue him. I think, in a way, Tawny thought that she was just, like, by giving Madison a heads up about it, then it made it okay.
0: See, I think it's just drama for drama's sake, honestly. I mean, is she going to stop going after Ben if Madison says that we're boyfriend and girlfriend, which she did?
1: I know. Feel like she already knew they were boyfriend and girlfriend, yeah. Of she, course. Just, she just pretended like she didn't know, and she said before that
0: it didn't matter to her that she she's okay being oh that my god, if your relationship's not strong enough for me to hit on your boyfriend, oh
1: then. my god, I know it was ridiculous, and um, yeah. And the Madison says that too, she says it seems like you don't really care, you're gonna pursue him no matter what, so don't act like it's a respect thing,
0: yeah. And I think Madison did a great job at this point, I think she was really, I think she cut right to the chase here, she's like. I am supporting my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I trust him and I don't trust you. Yeah. And, you know, calling her classless. I mean, she didn't even do that. She said in typical mm-hmm. Madison fashion, even when being very cutting and biting, she said, it's coming off that you're classless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you want to be the woman who's only talked about behind closed doors or talked to behind closed doors? So I think that I mean, I thought she was pretty good about it, actually, but also cutting right to the quick. And it really seemed to affect Tawny.
1: Yeah, because basically what Tawny said was, well, I don't need you judging me. Like, you don't know me. But, I mean, that's a, it's exactly, Madison's exactly right. Like, I, it seems like Tawny really wants to just get Ben's attention. And I don't really know why she's pursuing Ben with such fervor, other than the fact that no. this is a storyline on the show. Right. I mean, but, because otherwise, it sounds like Tawny, from what we heard her talking about with Canvas earlier, she dates a lot of people. So why is but- Ben so important? Who cares?
0: But. I mean, it's that oil money. No, I'm oh, just kidding. Yeah, that's what Ben sure. said because he's such a dude. Honestly,
1: like, I'm sick of Ben. I mean, that was, at first I thought he was like a cute, like, oh, that's cute. Him and Madison are friends. He seems nice. But that oil money comment was just like, ew, Yeah, gross. that was bad.
0: So Tawny ends up going to the bathroom, like stalking off, obviously clearly emotionally upset, going into the bathroom and sitting in the bathroom floor. And you know that she has to be upset to sit on the bathroom floor of a bar. Yeah. Because that's gross.
1: Oh, yeah. It looks like a clean bathroom, but that's besides the point.
0: Well, in any case, she, I think, got confronted by a whole bunch of stuff. It sounds fun. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going after this guy who's in a relationship, but he's clearly interested in me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be that kind of person. And clearly it's all fun and games, especially when you're on a reality show, until somebody calls you out for being a terrible person.
1: Yeah. But she was being very defensive of herself. And, canvas and Kara, who was there for some reason validated her and were like no it's not your fault he has a boy he has a girlfriend you're not like you're not friends with madison like you're not doing anything wrong it's like yes you are you are and she's and tanya was like i have been cheated on before i don't i know what it feels like i don't think i'm that kind of person i don't need someone making me feel like i'm that kind of person it's like but that's what you're doing
0: yeah And then, Canvas, you better watch out, girl, because you started bad-mouthing Madison.
1: Oh, my God. And that was
0: not appropriate in this situation, I'm going to tell you, and rarely appropriate at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, She says she comes across as the sweet and perfect person. Well, you know what? She is sweet, and I don't know that she's perfect, but she's a really good person Mm -hmm. on a show full of people who kind of go back and forth from good to bad. So, shut your mouth,
1: Canvas. I know. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then we get into the big meat of the matter. Well, here we go. Here we go. Amanda, uh, Juliet and Alex arrive. And Amanda eventually takes Juliet into the other, into the bar. And, you know, it's just kind of trying to get where she's at. She's like, you know what? Listen, if you got to stay with him, I'm going to support you. I think he's bad, but whatever. Um, and Amanda is as she has been just exhausted and she's like, I just don't think I can deal with breaking up with him. I don't know that I have the energy. for it." Yeah.
1: Basically. Yeah. Well, I mean the whole episode, like from the beginning when they're in his room, she just looks completely just like tired and just like, I don't want to. And that's the whole thing is she says, I don't want to deal with a breakup. Um, But so, I mean, at least they figure it out and she says to Amanda, hey, can you, can you go get him for me? I want to break up with him. It's just funny. Like, she just decides in that moment to break up with him because, like, I don't know about you, but if I were her, I know it was, like, for the show, but I would wait till I got home. I just feel like I wouldn't want to deal with that in the middle of a social outing. I
0: don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm of two minds about that because in some ways she's tried to break up with him in private situations, and it's clear that he has some hold over her and it's easier for her to stay with him when she's alone with him. Yeah. And it's, so maybe it makes sense for her to do it there so that she can get it out of her system and, uh, you know, have some support around her and I don't know.
1: But yeah, it worked. It did work. Yeah. It just got me thinking about it. Cause I was like, I would never break up with somebody in public like that in the middle of a group outing. But then I was like, well, why wouldn't I? Because with people around, if you're just alone, then you're more likely to get sucked back into it. And like the comfort of like being at someone's house, like oh, I have to leave, I have to go home now. It's so sad. So maybe it maybe it was a good way to do it. Let's talk
0: about that breakup too, because okay. this conversation was so telling. I mean, I'm gonna run through the entire thing. In fact, I wish I. Oh, you wrote
1: it all down. Yeah, I, <laughs> nice. w- I wish
0: I'd printed out the whole thing. We could have done a, then a, we could have done a reading. Then we yeah we could do a reading so. Uh, She basically says, you told me you cheated on every girlfriend you ever had. And he says, like, you know what? I'm never going to do that again, baby. And uh, I love you more than anything. Give me the benefit of the doubt. And then she says, I'm just worried that you don't want to tell me because then, like, I'll really leave you. And then he says the terrible thing. He says, no, you'd come back to me.
1: Yeah, and then she's like, okay, that's what you think?
0: (laughs) And then it, like, hits him for a minute there. And he's kind of like. Oh, this is a bad situation. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And she says, I don't want to lose you, but I can't date you. I want to break up. And then he says, all right, and walks away.
1: I know. And then it was, there's that lady that was like looking at them. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like right behind them, like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just walked away. And there was none of the screaming or any of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think public is the place to be for this, honestly.
1: Not that that's ever stopped them from screaming well, at each true. other before. Yeah. But
0: Uh, then we get Gary and Polly sitting down for a chat.
1: You see Polly like doing his hair in the car reflection, like slicking it back. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, you're not James Dean. Cut it out. (laughs) But yeah, that was um, so he goes to Gary and then he tells him now that he has a felony on his record. Yeah. And that uh, Gary, the lawyer that Gary hired for him, told him to stay on the low and Polly wasn't supposed to drive but instead of just driving he drove to pick up some weed a ton of, of weed and gary says do you know what insubordinate means
0: <laughs> yeah and gary basically says i'm not helping you anymore you know what if you tried harder or if you showed and paulie actually pulled out the uh the alex card like, like yep. you know you help alex even though he's Gets into trouble and stuff. Well, he doesn't get into your kind of trouble, Mm -hmm. and also he's in school and productive citizen and all that. So, yeah. So Gary just says, "I'll help you out the door. Take a hike."
1: Yeah, and Polly even pulls out the grandma card at one point, trying to make Gary feel bad. He's like, "Would you really? Would you rather scare my eighty-one year old grandma?" And Gary's like, "Don't blame it on me. Yeah, this isn't my fault." But and oh yeah, and then also we find out that polly hoodwinked his grandmother into paying for his something like i don't remember what it was but something legally legal related by thinking that she was paying for his insurance so
0: and i don't know how he got the the assistant at the law office to get on the phone and somehow convince his grandmother that it was something entirely different without letting the legal the legal assistant know it's crazy that
1: was concerning so
0: we go up to McDinton's in St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. What's funny about this is that M- McDenton's, McDin- mm-hmm. they've got several outlets up in the Tampa Bay area, including St. Petersburg, including one in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And I believe outside the one in Tampa is where Alex got punched in the face really? They broke his jaw. <laughs> so memories. <laughs> yeah. So that, you know, probably for the best that Alex wasn't there this time.
1: It would have been triggering for him.
0: So Alana and Brandon are putting on a show. It's fairly busy. That's great. And then Chloe and Madison and Juliet come. And Juliet's probably very happy that somebody else has problems other than her.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to like Juliet now. In this scene, I I did like her a lot. I thought she looked great. They all looked amazing going to the show together. And Juliet was actually listening to Madison. It was nice to see her as a person who's like part of the group and not the person who's You know, behind all the drama. Yeah, exactly. I like her in this context. Yeah,
0: definitely. And so after, I mean, Brandon hugs her, hugs Madison too few, one too many times. Every
1: time he looks at her. It's like the, you know, like he's looking her up and down. It's, you know, it's obvious.
0: Yeah. Brandon, I think that you just need to date around right now. That's my, that's my advice to you. You're not, (laughs) you're not ready for a relationship. Relationships are hard work. As you said yourself several episodes ago mm-hmm. and i don't know that you're ready for the hard work of being in a relationship while you're launching your mu- music career
1: right yes of course i mean he's got to focus on his music career that's right you know he's been doing shows for free and now he's finally getting paid so yep yeah
0: mcdinton's probably gave him a good hundred bucks or so
1: that's better or than maybe nothing a cut of, maybe
0: a cut of the door i don't know mm. i don't even know if they cover charges at mcdinton's but
1: i don't know maybe for concerts
0: But then the girls go outside. The women, let's say women, because most of them are are women. They are old, older. They're over twenty-one, all Mm -hmm. of them. I think at this point, even Juliet, maybe. Um, And so they're talking about, of course, the drama of Ben and Madison. And Madison told them that she supports her boyfriend. And Chloe's like, you know what? I saw this stuff. It actually exists. Tawny's right. Mm -hmm. And Madison's like.
1: Yeah, uh, I surprised Chloe didn't mention this to Madison before. Yeah. That was a surprise. But at least she knows now and
0: uh. I have some advice for people in this situation as well. If you're confronting, if you're relaying terrible news to somebody and they are suddenly reacting to this news in a very emotional way. The first thing you say shouldn't be are you okay and I don't want you to be upset. You just told them something terrible. They're going to be upset. Clearly, they're going to be upset. Anyone would be. Right. So don't tell them, I don't want you to be upset or are you okay? Because they're not and they are.
1: Yeah. You have to release that element yeah. of control. You have to, when you're going to tell someone something, you have to know that you, their reaction, you can't control how they're going to react to something.
0: That's right. I remember when I was a kid, my dad was up on a short ladder inside the house fixing something in the ceiling and like a, changing a light bulb or something like that. And, the ladder collapsed or something. And as he's falling to the ground in midair, I'm like, are you okay? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, don't do that, guys.
1: Yeah. Nope. So then,
0: we, then we get to see uh, Beth, who we don't get to see a lot of. Yeah, I
1: like her. Yeah, I do. She's, she she's
0: good. Nice. And... Cute dog, by the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Alex on the elliptical is just a sight to see.
0: Sure. <laughs> you notice that Alex... Is one of the few men on this show that almost always wears his shirt.
1: Oh, I had, I didn't give an opportunities.
0: That. Yeah, I mean, not always. When he's swimming, he doesn't wear it. But you know, times when Garrett or mm, some others, Brandon. Brandon would take off their shirt, he doesn't as much. Mm. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Maybe he's a little insecure. That's okay.
0: So he he's telling his mom about what's going on, a little bit about what's going on with Juliet, and she says a couple of things to him that are a little you know, could be interpreted as perhaps critical of his yeah. past behavior yeah. or at least reminding him of his past behavior. And she's like, no, no, I'm not criticizing you. You just figure out a way to always be truthful.
1: Oh my God. I know. Oh, well, at least she's like trying to like tell him what to do, but in a polite way. Yeah. It's but true. he's never going to listen No, And she knows she's fully aware of what he's up to. She knows that she doesn't have any illusions about who Alex is. I think.
0: That's right. And you know, she did say maybe you guys do need a break. And yeah. that's smart. And it was it uh, and then I have written down here, I don't remember her saying it, but I've heard this before, you can't continue to hurt someone you say that you love. Yeah. Yeah, that's She did say that. Mm-hmm. And then we stay at the house for the, the intervention. intervention. Oh. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, I mean earlier when Alex was talking to his mom, he mentioned to her that she he probably gets like $1000 or $2000 a week from his grandmother. You know, Can that, you
0: believe that? That seemed like a lot to me, certainly. Oh my god. But we have to remember that Alex doesn't really have an understanding of what money is worth mm-hmm. because he's super wealthy and doesn't have to really work for it. Right. And so, Paulie might not get that much money. It just oh. that might might just be how much Alex thinks somebody should
1: get. Yeah, maybe? right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, I don't know. But, you know, he might get that much. He Who did knows?
1: have a $500,000 trust fund. Well, that's the... See, I'm confused about this whole
0: thing. Because at one point, they said that he got... That he blew through that money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that the money he's getting now is from his grandma, which is not the same thing. Right. So, I don't think he has a $500,000 trust fund.
1: Um. Well, Well, not anymore. Right. Yeah, he spent it, apparently, right. in three years living in Siesta Key. Right. So I guess my guess is that his parents left that money behind for him and his grandmother obviously has money too and she doesn't want to, she wants to make sure he's doing okay so she gives him money to live, which is completely shocking to me, Mm -hmm. but okay. Um, Yeah, I I think that's what it is. But so she comes in and then his uncle's also there. Yep. So he tells his grandmother.
0: And Gary and Beth too. Oh,
1: Gary and Beth, Alex is there. He tells his grandmother, Grandma, I seem to have had a little hiccup. Yeah. I forgot to pay one of my fines. It was an open container. I forgot to go to court. They issued like the like the stupid criminal like path. It just you just keep going up another notch on the stupid criminal scale. You yeah. get an open container. You gotta like okay that stinks, but like right, you know you can you get deal a citation with that. right. You forget to go to court. Like what are you doing? It's not like you're working. Right. It's like why are you not going to court? And then they issued a warrant. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And Gary's like, you're sugarcoating it, and just tell her that it's a felony. He lays and, out the felony, yeah. And she is hor- she's so upset.
0: It is a painful scene to watch, because essentially, he starts to try and paint it as a, I'm learning a valuable lesson from this.
1: Which is what he always does. Right, of
0: course. And then they're all, they all basically say, listen, you're a terrible person. Like, I, I am so, everyone is incredibly disappointed. The grandma's the worst. It's so bad because mm-hmm. uh, she said, I've had a lot of pain in my life and look at what you're doing to me. Like, you're actually hurting your own grandma. And it, I mean, he likes his grandma. He loves his grandma. He yeah. really does. It's like the only close family that he has left. Mm-hmm. And
1: she says she's, she's just, ashamed of him. No one in her family's ever acted the way that he has.
0: And then his uncle says, I'm glad my sister isn't alive to see this. Oh, it's so Mm -hmm. sad. I mean, listen, Paulie's dumb. He's an idiot, but I feel terrible for him.
1: Yeah, I do too. I feel bad for him. I feel really bad for his grandmother and his family. I just hope that that he finally cleans up his act. I don't have a lot of hope for that, but I really hope that he can get it together. And I really hope that they do something to get him to act differently because the whole time I just saw him making excuses Yes, and him just saying like, I've learned my lesson, I've learned my lesson. It's like, you never learn your lesson, dude. It takes two, it takes like no effort to show up to court.
0: Yeah. And it kind of, maybe it's because of the person he hangs out with most of the time. Alex? Yeah. Because Alex certainly hasn't learned his lesson.
1: Well, that's true. But at least Alex isn't running around breaking the law. That's true. So he's just doing sketchy stuff with girls. But But he's definitely
0: not learning lessons.
1: No, that's true. Not no one is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Juliet did. She learned it.
1: Yeah, I I really hope that she finally did learn her lesson. By the way, Polly put out a new song. What? Yesterday, it's called Busy. I was on Instagram yesterday, and I was you know flipping through the stories, and his came up, and it said he's got a new song called Busy. I clicked on it. it he has a SoundCloud account, which I didn't know, and it's basically just him you know, rapping over a pretty good beat. I like the background music. His voice is definitely auto-tuned yeah. and he's just like rapping about, you know, money and girls and saying the word the busy, saying the stuff. word busy a lot. So, yeah, of course, uh, you know, if you guys want to listen to that, <laughs> feel free. It wasn't the worst song I've ever heard, but you know, so I mean, I was-
0: all I've seen is his rapping on the show. And that's not good. So I just avoided everything else. But maybe I'll check it out.
1: Yeah, because he gets stage fright, right? Or he gets nervous up on stage.
0: I mean, he does. And also, you know, he had those problems in the first season. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So let's get out of this terrible situation and go to a different terrible situation. And that is Madison and Ben on the Bayfront getting together to talk about their relationship and where it's not going. Because where it's not going is anywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. And Madison's like, hey, listen, we just have very different ideas. Yet again, she's she's not attacking him. Right. It's like she's giving him an out. She's saying, listen, clearly we're not on the same page about what relationships are. Therefore, we shouldn't be in one anymore.
1: Mm -hmm. You should
0: go away. And then he pulls out. Oh, man. Continuing the jerk moves here. He pulls out the but I'm here in Sarasota for you. I don't know people. Blah, blah, blah. And you know what? She's totally reasonable about it. She's like, okay, well, then you should probably leave. Yeah. You know, don't stay in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you were just some poor schmuck who would moved here for for Madison, then maybe she could feel a little guilty about that. But he's rich and wealthy and he can just get on a plane the next day and go wherever he wants.
1: He can just sell his house and then go back to Houston or wherever he was before. I mean, also the thing is, like, he's like, I moved all the way here for you. It's like, well, then why were you acting the way you were acting? Yeah. Then why were you texting another girl? And he says, like, all I was doing was texting her. And Madison's like, you don't get brownie points for not sleeping with another girl when you have a girlfriend. And Ben says, I think I should. And at that point, I just wrote down, oh my God, dump this loser. Yeah. But thank God, Madison actually made a clear cut decision. Yeah. You know? And she's like, that's it. And you know what? She
0: did the same thing when she broke up with Brandon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a clear decision at that point, too. So I, you know, yet again, my love for Madison continues. She's she's definitely the cl- most clear headed person on the entire show.
1: Yeah, I just want her to find some guy who's like not so wishy washy and flaky. And I don't understand like how she ends up with these I idiots. To, I
0: swear to God, if they put her with Jared, that, I'm, gonna, I'm I'm stopping the podcast.
1: Then yeah, we'll probably we'll probably have to quit. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, she needs someone who's like older than her and just. Somebody who's not a boy. Right.
0: And you know what? The only people left available in the cast
1: are boys, all boys
0: because it's Jared who's got his issues and she should be friends with him and all that. And Brandon, Brandon who is totally a boy. Completely. She yeah, needs a man.
1: Totally. Jared has potential, you know, as an interesting person. Do you do you still hate Jared? I
0: don't hate Jared. I just I don't think that Jared is on Madison's level. Oh,
1: absolutely not. I'm yeah. saying like he definitely has work to do on himself. I don't think that they're a good match. I'm saying right. he could be a good match for someone someday after he works oh, on sure, himself. Sure, sure. But Madison needs somebody who is just like sure of himself and would never even think to like gaslight her or cheat on her in the way that like these idiots that she's dated on Siesta Key have. She's like so much better, like so much better, like. Like she's worlds ahead of the rest of the cast, in my opinion.
0: So the last time we saw Alex, he was texting somebody to come over. With that and stupid I think we were smile on his face. To think that it was going to be Juliet, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It was Kara. And then this was an interesting scene. First of all, music. I want to talk about music. Oh yeah. It's it's somebody's covering. I've never heard of Moon Talk. Have you
1: heard of Moon no, Talk? No, but Great. our lips are They're, sealed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, was that's good. Amazing. Did yeah, you I like it? it. I yeah. really did. I wrote it down, too, because I, I picked it out. I, I wrote good song. Like It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was a mood setting, and it worked well with the visuals of the scene, too.
0: So he and Kara sit by the pool, and I think in the beginning, Alex was kind of thinking, I'm going to try and hook up with Absolutely Kara. Absolutely right? he
1: was. Absolutely.
0: But then the conversation totally went in a direction that was interesting.
1: It was actually a really good conversation, um, but you know how Kara is; she's in total control of every yeah. single situation that she's in. And immediately, the vibe she put put out was like, "I'm not sleeping with you." And she didn't even bring her bathing suit to yeah. go swimming with him, so that was not going to happen. But they had a really, really interesting conversation. Kara was calling him out on, you know, everything that he did.
0: Well, you know, he said, he said that you, you know, you used to be a cheater too. And she's like, I've been accused of cheating because I cheated. It doesn't happen to me now because I don't cheat.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So. And he says, I did have that reputation. And she said, well, then why are you accused all the time? Like, there must be some truth to it, which, you know, we we know there probably is. And she says, I'm not here to have you confess anything. Um, But, yeah. And then he starts asking her about her love life. And she starts talking about Garrett a little bit. And overall, She's like, well, we're happy. It's a, l- it's a little boring. I, I don't know if she was talking about Garrett or if she was just talking about like being in a relationship.
0: Yeah, I couldn't tell either. Yeah. And I love the fact that because she's still a little bit of a bad girl, right? Yeah. And I love the fact that, you know, he called her out on coming over and what Garrett's going to think of that. And she's like, yeah, I kind of like to leave him feeling uncomfortable about <laughs> our relationship sometimes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's, just, that's just who I am. That is, that is who she is. So. Um, but
0: then he Alex starts talking about Juliet, and I feel like the dude still has a He has emotions for Juliet for sure, mm-hmm. and I don't think the emotions are just not liking the fact that he lost her. I think he does have emotions. He said, "I didn't realize how much I did care about Juliet because the emotions were covered up in a lot of bullshit." And God, Alex, if that doesn't sum up your your inner being, I don't yeah, know what does?
1: I know. And now he's feeling like he really could lose her. But uh, well, something else that I thought he was interested, <laughs> interesting, that was an interesting insight into Alex's personality was how he used to hang out with girls who he would just get sick of, you know, like, yeah. and they would spend all this time at his house and like, he was like, they would think, trick me into think they were leaving and then they would run inside and they'd grab this hair straightener and I'd just be like, can you just leave? It's just interesting. Like, he's like, I would get so, I never get sick of Julia. I used to get sick of these other girls. But yet like they would just like hang around his house the whole time and he would never actually right. say, hey, can you leave? He would just like let them hang out with him and like stew about how annoyed he was with them.
0: Right. Well, I think that the best advice that Alex has gotten in this entire episode, I mean, his mom had some good advice, but I think the best advice came from Kara mm-hmm. when she's trying to, you know, he, she's asking him what he's going to do and. It's clear that he invited her over to hook up and she says, why don't you just keep it in your pants for a little while? I mean, is it that hard to do so? Like, why don't you just take some time? Don't don't jump into another relationship or a sexual encounter or whatever, because if you like Juliet, maybe maybe you should just chill for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I know. And he just he says that what he really wants is the girl who used to trust him. Like, he wants that back, and Kara says, it's probably too broken at this point.
0: Yeah, you're never getting that back.
1: Yeah. So, that's kind of where No matter we, what. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard to... They've just... He's just damaged their relationship so much that for her to trust him again, like, that would... I just don't think it could ever happen. And this
0: is a lesson for everybody. Like, if you do something very, very bad in a way that betrays the person that you are with, then... That's never going away. Like you can get over it. People do all the time. But you know, the next time anything causes your partner to be suspicious, they're going to immediately lean towards not trusting you because you broke that trust before.
1: Yeah. And I think that when you trust somebody like in a relationship, well, when you're in a relationship that where it's like you're just starting out and you're getting to know somebody and You know, you build that trust. And then the second that that's broken, you start to see the person you're with in a totally different light. They're just not the same person to you anymore. Because before they were a person that, you know, you thought that they would never do something like that. So once that's broken, it's really, really, really hard to come back from that if you can.
0: What a great note to end on. I know. And it looks like
1: you know, that's going to be a, the fact that Carolyn over there is going to be a whole thing right. next week, which God nothing damn. happened, but Oh my God.
0: I swear. Sometimes I, I, I just wish that, I mean, if they actually cared about this relationship, that they would go and drag their partner to the editors and say, show him the scene with me and Alex, right. You know, show him the footage, right. Right. Because nothing right. happened. I want him to see it because I don't want to lose this relationship. Even for the sake of the show.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't even think they would show them if they asked. No, they probably would. I know anything about how reality TV works, which you I do, do? A, little, a little because of The Bachelor. Yeah. Like the B- Bachelor Nation, the whole fan base. Like, there's a lot of insight into how the show is made. Oh, neat. Yeah, like it's a pretty big um, topic of conversation, like on different like internet threads and things like that, which I fall very deeply into at times. See, I suspected
0: this yeah. because of things you've said, but you were deeply, deeply involved in The
1: Bachelor. I am. It's it's kind of like, I'm, I'm at the point, by the way, The Bachelor finale aired at the same time as Siesta Key on Tuesday, <laughs> so I was a little behind on my viewing. Um, I will admit that I watched The Bachelor instead of Siesta Key because it's been an insane season of The Bachelor and I needed to know what happened. But um, it's just getting a little ridiculous, but... Like, actually, this season was really interesting because they broke the fourth wall. Ah. The producers were kind of involved in the story because I don't know if you know anything about about what happened in The Bachelor this season, but basically, like, the girl that the guy really wanted left, and he was so distraught that he, like, jumped over a fence and, like, escaped production Nice, in order to try to find her or, like, run away. So there's this whole sequence where they film the producers trying to find him. So that's really interesting. That is. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, it'd be interesting to hear how it works at Siesta Key because, you know, some of the stuff that I hear about The Bachelor is that, like, these producers form really, really close relationships with the contestants and they get them to say things Like they don't tell them what to say, but they ask them prodding questions and they get them, they put ideas in their head like, oh, what if you want to talk to that person? What if you, doesn't that make you mad, you know? And then like that kind of gets them into a certain place where they're going to do certain things that they wouldn't normally do. Right. So it'd be interesting to hear about how that works in Siesta Key.
0: Well, did you notice yet again, Kelsey was basically not in this episode at all?
1: Yeah, that was weird. I wonder why. She's she's definitely like an interesting character. It's not like she's boring.
0: I hope it's not because of her mom.
1: Yeah, but I mean that's the only thing I can think of because, she, like I said, she's not she's she's an interesting character on the show.
0: Yeah, and she's still active on social media, so I'm sure she's back. You know, there's going to be more about Kelsey. But
1: yeah, maybe she yeah. just didn't want to show certain things.
0: Yeah, or maybe she just you know maybe her mom was real sick this week and so she didn't she couldn't yeah. make it out to film and stuff like that. So. Yeah. I don't know.
1: All right. Very upbeat episode. Very upbeat conversation. Yeah.
0: Woo. (laughs) So we'll see you next week. Sorry we were late this week, but work got in the way. Yes. And so hopefully we'll be on time next week.
1: All right. See you next week. Bye.
0: Bye. Just going to run this dog to see if
1: we can find any type of uh,
0: human remains that are left.